Genesis 1.26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the sea. Hey, am I lost? Over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth. Verse 27. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Uh Uh-huh. Male and female created he them. Is that your Bible? So you notice that the Bible is actually telling us something God says he wants to do, which he ends up doing. Do you see that? And he says that, I want to make man in my own image. And at the end of the day, when he made man, it was not male, male. He made male and female. So even the female is man. Do you understand? So you, you see there, it says, so God created man, man, do you see there, in his own image. That is why you must come to an understanding that God is not a male. God is not a male for you to, because we use he, 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 we can also use she. But the reason most of the time we use he is because um, he is more masculine and that's how God is presented like as a masculine person, like father. Even the father that is called does not mean um, male. It means source. So when we say God is our father, it means he's our source. Do you understand? So, you see that say God created man. When God created man, the man that he created was male and female. Is that in your Bible? Have you seen it yourself? Or somebody is trying to confuse you? Is it in your Bible? This is why there is, when it comes to approaching God, it comes to serving God, there is neither male or female. Okay? You know, there are in some places, they say, oh, women should not be pastors and all those things. But if you look at the Bible, where you find out that, that's not actually what it is. Because when God made man, he said, let us make man in our image. And when he made man, a female was also made in the image of God. Oh, it's not in your Bible. I wish when you have gone home 13. Or oh, you don't know what I'm trying to teach, eh? Chapter 2, verse 7. Chapter 2, verse 7. Chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed, these are scriptures that you must know, okay? And the Lord God formed man, where? From where, where did he form man from? From the dust of the ground. Now notice that all. So man is coming from somewhere and is coming from the dust of the ground. And from another place. Look at it. And breathe, I can't find my scripture, and breathe into him, into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became is it there? And man became a living soul. Some scriptures simply say, man became a soul. Have you seen it there? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, 
according to the good will of his, the good pleasure of his will. Amen. Now, to be predestinated, it means that we have been, our destiny has been determined before we began. Do you understand? To predestine, to predestine means that destiny has to do with the end of a thing. Are you with me here? Now, to predestinate means to determine the end of a thing before it is even created or before it is even formed. And he's saying that God predestinated us, believers, to be children of, of God through Jesus Christ even before the world was created. That is the verse. I can show you more verses. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. These are the only scriptures we are going to be using. Then I begin to preach to you. The message that I said, I preached it many years ago. For, let's read it together. Let's go. One, two, go. For, I know what? Hey. Let's go again. For, I know. Ah, so who's, who's saying it? Mm-hmm. Amen. So in this verse, we also see that um, God is saying that, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. So we, we, we find out that firstly, God had a thought for Adam. Is it true or is it not true? Let us make man and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the cattle, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the face of the earth. That is the talk. Are you with me here? Now, that's in the chapter 2. It says that God made a garden. After making the garden, a very beautiful garden, God now formed man and breathed into him the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And then he commanded him that of every, every tree that is in this garden, you may freely eat. You may freely eat. But of the, of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, you shall not eat. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Preaching on the five greatest questions of life. Five greatest questions of life that every one of us will have to ask ourselves. Five greatest questions of life. Amen. The five greatest questions of life. The five greatest questions of life. The first person I ever had teach this thing was Dr. Miles Monroe while, while he was alive a long time ago. I was, I was watching him and I heard him teaching it. And I, I read into it further. I got to know a lot about it. And that's what I'm going to teach you on the five greatest questions of life. Now I want to ask you some questions. What are some of the questions that you ask yourself that actually baffle your mind concerning yourself? Can you tell me some? Some of the questions that are deep about yourself. Yes, who is asking? Who is answering you? Please answer me. Okay. What am I here for? What am I here for? Wow. 
He says one of the greatest questions he asks himself is, what am I here for? Uh-huh. Why, why, am I, why am I alive? Are there people in this church that have asked themselves that question before? Why am I alive? If you are like that, raise your hand. Let me see. Why am I alive? Okay. Uh, who else? Yes. Why you were born into your family? Wow, why I was born into my family? Uh Uh-huh, you too? Why, if God is powerful, why does he allow Satan to operate? Wow. Maybe one day I'll teach this, but I think I've taught it over time. I've taught it over and over again, but whatever, anyway, Uh uh-huh. Why did God create the rich man and create the poor man? Hey! Wow. Okay. Okay. Alright, now let's go to what I want to teach. The five questions of the heart. There are a number of questions that every one of us will have to ask ourselves before the day we die. Or before we die. The moment you are born upon this earth, there is something you exist to do. This handkerchief has something it exists to do. This handkerchief is not used for driving a car. Is it for driving a car? This handkerchief is not used for bathroom. Is it for bathroom? If you go to somebody's, we go and meet somebody bathing in his bathhouse, and this is what he has applied the soap on, and he's using on his body, what would he say? Hey, what a miracle. You are using a handkerchief to bath. Is that not what you say? What is a handkerchief used for? Uh huh. It's used for wiping sweat. Then maybe cleaning dirt on your body or your on your clothes or something. Is it true or is it not true? That is the purpose of the handkerchief. All right. This mobile phone has something it was it was made for. Are you with me, church? This mobile phone. Now, if you go meet somebody and say, "Oh, I'm trying to drive a nail into a a a, 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 a wood," eh? Do you know drive a nail into a wood? I'm trying to drive a nail into a wood like. The carpenter, you see that? And say, hey, get me my, my supernatural hammer. And this is the hammer. And Okita Dadwa. And this is the hammer. Will you say, hey, are you mad? Is that not what you say? Do we use a mobile phone for this? Is it true or is it not true? Now, the funny part of life is that a lot of us have been found doing things we do not exist to do. And that is it. alive even in this church are doing they are working in places they are not supposed to be working they are taking courses they are not supposed to take they are doing things they are not supposed to do because they don't know why they are here they don't know what they can do they don't know where they come from now the first question we must always ask ourselves in this life is this where am I from Question number one, where am I from? Where am I from? Question number one, where am I from? Now, this question, 
The answer to this question, or the, the summary of this question is, what is my heritage? By heritage, we are referring to when we trace you back, where do we find you from? Every one of us has a heritage. Spiritual heritage, cultural heritage, biological heritage. There are some families, eh? There are some families. If you are coming from a family where when people get to their old age, they get stroke, there is a probability that when you get to your old age, you get stroke. Because it's a heritage. Because certain things are actually tied to bloodlines. Asthma, stroke, diabetes. You can find out that in some families, almost every old person has diabetes. It's not because maybe they eat too much sugar. It's not actually sugar that gives diabetes. It's not sugar that gives diabetes. Are you with me here? Now, you can also find out that in some families, eh, Children are a problem. This person had one child. The next thing had one child. The next person had one child. Therefore, if you are about to marry, you should begin to trace back to your, your roots to know. Are you with me here? And that is one of the greatest questions we ask ourselves. Where am I from? And that, the answer to this is, what is my heritage? What is my heritage? Where am I from? When we read the Bible, we found out that the first thing you need to know about yourself is that you did not just come from your parents, you came from God. And God breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. You are not just a biological accident, you came from God. Your parents may have not planned you, doesn't mean that you did not have a place you came from. The ambassador, am I trying to preach the word of God? I'm not trying to preach. The ambassador, when we talk about ambassador, the ambassador of Britain in Ghana does not come from Ghana. He comes from Britain. Now, if the ambassador that is in Ghana, who ambassador of UK in Ghana, falls sick right now, they'll bring a private jet to carry her back to UK. Is it true? It's not true. In other words, if one day something happens to maybe an ambassador of Ghana to maybe the ambassador of Canada to Ghana, if something happens to the ambassador of Ghana to um, Canada to Ghana, eh, who is in, in Ghana, if something happens to within 24 hours, even if they close the borders and the flight, whatever, they will find a way to bring a helicopter or something to pick the ambassador from Ghana and risk him or her away into their country. One time I was chatting with a friend of mine who is in the U.S. And he said, as I'm here, even if I get an accident right now, within 24 hours, U.S. will get somebody to come for me. And he's a, a black Ghanaian, but he's an American citizen. He said, if, even if I get an, an accident now and something happens to me within 24 hours, the power of nowhere you are coming from. The power of nowhere. That, but if, 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 if you are also from Ghana, you find yourself in, in even America or China or something, you may die and, and, and your bones will rot. Eh? Your bones don't rot, rot and nobody will even know that you have died. Hey. 
from such a place like this, you know, you know how to live your life. Now, I'm trying to communicate that. If you know, we have already read from the scriptures that God predestinated us. We have read from the scriptures, God said, let us make man. So the first place I am coming from is that I came from the mind of God. I am not a mistake. And anything that came from the mind of God, the Bible says that was good. And when it came to man, he said it was very good. Your head may be big, but in the sight of God, you are very good. Your eyes may be some way, but in the sight of God, eh, God said this is very good. Am I trying to communicate to somebody? Knowing where you come from will affect how you live your life. Because as soon as something happens, you know where to go. Is it true? It's not true. When we went to SHS or primary school or something, and something happened to us, as soon as it happened, quickly you picked the phone and you called a certain important person in your family. Is it true? It's not true. You call the most important person, whether it's your mother or it's your father or it's your uncle or something. The important person, because some fathers are not important and some others are not. But one way or the other, it's such an important person, you pick a phone and call, uncle, they say school fees, uncle, they say, uncle, I, I went and fought and now they want to sack me. Is it true? It's not true. Because you know where you are coming from. Now, as a child of God, knowing where you are coming from will affect how you live your life. Because the moment Satan begins to attack you with a sickness, he says, no. Where do I come from? I come from God. If I come from God, don't you think God has purpose for your knee problem? Where do I come from, my heritage? Where do I come from? I come from God. Another thing that is so interesting is that I also come from the ground. I come from the earth. He said, God formed man. He formed, the, he formed man from the dust of the ground. That is why when God gave the case, he said, from dust you were brought forth and dust you will go. And that's a very important question because every one of us will one day go back to the dust. Somebody will go at 30, another person will go at 40. One will go at 50, another will go at 27. As we are here, we don't know when we will go. But one day, we go back to your roots. Your body will go back to where it came from. And your spirit will go back to where it came from. One day we will come and stand and do it. And we will just do it like this. And then we will pour sand on your casket. And we will cry. After we cry, we will go and eat fufu and abenkwa. And we will eat rice at your funeral. We are going to be like, ooh, 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 One day, you will go back to the dust. It's a question you need to ask yourself, where am I from? The first thing I said is that I'm coming from God. The second thing, I'm coming from the dust. I'm coming from the dust. Now, even knowing that you come from the dust, eh, are you with me, church? Look at me, oh, look at me. Oh. Unless maybe you have to write something, but look at me. Always look at me. The second thing you have to understand in the dust is that if you come from dust, dust is fragile, it's not true. If I pick a hammer right now and I hit this thing, do you know this thing will break? Because it's from dust. It's soil. 
Is it true or is it not true? Things that come from dust, if we're made from metal, we'll be different. But if you are made from dust, it, it tells how you should live your life because you have got the jar. That's why you have to take care of your life. You have to eat well. You have to make time to rest. You have to take care of your body. Don't live a careless life because you are dust. So don't be poor. This is a bit of a shovel. This is a lesson that I learned growing up that I need to take care of myself. One time I was speaking at Prague, it was food. They said, oh, which mountain and chance in me? I will rather walk in this rain than to, than to sit by the side. If right now and I fall down and I break my leg or something, what would you say? AFM went and picked a prager, he sat by the driver's seat. Am I preaching? I'm not preaching. Ah, AFM power. Or to your other front. Listen, know where you are coming from and know how to take care of yourself. Like when I was talking about another way, another thing that comes here is your, your, your biological heritage or your, your historical background. You must know it. I knew where I was coming from and I knew what happens to people in my background. It's something that I know. And every one of us is coming from a family where we know you must ask questions about where you come from. And what happens to great people in your family? You must ask those questions. What happens to careless people in your family? Those questions must be asked. It must be asked. What happens to young people who have no focus in your family? Those who came, who just did anything they wanted. What, and what was their end? It's a question you need to ask. Where am I from? In my family, how are, how are people like? I got to understand that. My, it's something that I knew that in my family, the ones who do well are those who serve God. You don't serve God, you are finished. You, you can get all the degree, degrees you want. You can do all the works by the time you are, you are about 30 and 40 years. Your life has become nothing. I knew it. I knew it. Where am I from? The next question you need to ask yourself is this. Who am I? Because firstly, if you don't know where you are from, you won't know who you are. Who am I? Wow. Are you with me? Somebody say, who am I? Have you ever asked yourself that question before? Who am I? What is attached to who am I is identity. Right? Identity. Who am I? One day they came to John the Baptist and asked him a question. They said, are thou the Christ? He said, no. He said, are thou Elijah? He said, no. Jeremiah or one of the prophets said, no. He said, I am the voice. Listen, in this life, if you don't know who you are, others will make you become who you are not. They wanted to make John the Baptist Elijah and make John the Baptist Elisha or Jesus Christ. But he said, he said, are you the Messiah? 
He said, no. Are you Elijah? He said, no. Are you Jeremiah, one of the prophets? He said, no. He said, I am, my ministry is this. I'm not a prophet. I am the voice. Hey. Some people have a ministry and their ministry is the drama. I am the instrumentalist. Do you not see it in the Bible? A man had a whole ministry. He said, I am not a prophet. I am the voice. Telling me that even there is a ministry called the voice. Mm. In this church, you must know who you are. John the Baptist simply came to prepare the way or just, just prepare things for someone to come and function. When you are asked to come and lead praise and worship, what are you coming to do? When you are asked to come and lead prayer, what are you coming to do? When you are asked to come and preach, what, are, what, what is your identity in that particular situation? Because listen, this life will give us so many things that will make people suggest who we are not. As I began to grow, I met people that say, you are not a prophet. Prophets don't teach like the way you teach. I don't know any prophet who can teach. It's just prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. He said, I know who I am. I met other people who said, no, 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 you are not a teacher. Hey, the way you can prophesy. Don't teach, don't teach. You are wasting your gift. You are a prophet. I said, I know who I am. Others said, no, 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 you can't do that. You see, everyone is, as we go around, man, let me tell you something. We have what others think about you. I'm talking about outsiders. We have what your, your close associates think about your family, your, your close friends, your brothers and sisters. The way they, see, they have a way they think you are. And we have what you think you are. And we have what God sees you to be. You can think that you are something. Your friends will think you are another thing. And the community will see you as another thing. But God will say, you are this. Let me just explain in the Bible. Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1. Chapter 1. Verse, let's start from verse, verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee. What? In other words, when Jeremiah was a baby, at his mother's back, who people said is a baby, God said, this is a prophet. Am I trying to communicate? When no one knew that he was a prophet, God, he said, when thou camest out of the womb, I sang. when he was coming out, you see, when a, a baby is born out of the mother's womb, you see that there's blood all over the body. But in the sight of God, his identity was, he was sanctified, even though there was blood on his body. Even though the placenta was not yet cut. He said, when thou camest out, the camest out is, when you were coming out, when you were coming out of your mother's, 
That time there was blood all over your body. Amniotic fluid all over you. He said, that time I had washed you. Am I trying to preach the word of God? When men are trying to make you look like you are a sinner and nothing good can come out of you, in the sight of God, he says, I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. I am no ordinary man. I am a child of God. He said, as many as believed him, he gave them power. Somebody may say, oh, you, you are a sinner. You, you are, you are not better than I. He said, no. He said, to many, as many as believed him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Who am I? I am a child of God. Who am I? I am a king and a priest. Who am I? I am ordained. Who am I? I am an anointed man. I carry grace upon my life. It's a question we have to ask ourselves every now and then. Who am I? As I'm saying this, somebody says, no, 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 I am, I, am, I am the carpenter's son. Jesus never identified himself as a carpenter's son because that wasn't what he was. Listen to me. You may have not come from a rich family, but a rich family can come from you if you know who you are. Am I talking to somebody here? You may come from a poor background, but if you know who you are, if you know who you are, I remember when I was in, I was in college, they said, oh, you, they, I heard they said you're a pastor. And you are in school. What are you doing in school? But, no, 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 no. You can't be in school and be a pastor. I told them, where they are human beings, a pastor is needed. Where there are human beings, a man of God is needed. Listen, there are some people God has to even put them in trouble and lock them up in jail so that he will be a, a pastor in jail. It happened to Apostle Paul. It happened to Peter. But I know that a lot of us don't want that to happen to us anyway. <laughs> but where there are human beings, they need this to be a pastor. It's not true. It's not true. Now, you must know who you are, church. Knowing who you are will affect how you live your life. If I know that I am a child of God, I am anointed, I am an AFM, I do not have to live my life like others. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to talk about. You know where you are coming from. You know your heritage. Even in this church, you know the, the heritage that you are coming, the grace that is upon your life. Oh, listen, church. You must know who you are. You see, this morning I didn't just I came to encourage somebody. You must know who you are. My body may be small, but my heart is not small. My body may be small, but my mind is not small. My body may be small, but what I can do is not small because I know who I am. I know who God says I am, what he says I am, where he says I'm at. I know who I am, I know who God says I am, what he says I am, where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I'm walking miracles, I live a life of favor. I know who I am. I'm walking in miracles. I'm walking miracles. I need a life of favor. 
Cause I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I am. Where he says I am at. You see, you see, sometimes you may meet some of your old classmates eh, and they still see you and they think that you are that, that Micah they knew in the past. But no, I am not that Micah you knew 10 years ago. I have changed. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I am. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I am. I know. I'm working in power. I'm working in power. I'm working miracles. I live a life of favor. I know. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I'm working in Cause I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What is a sign? Where is a sign? I know Not what someone thinks. I don't know who I am. If you knew who I was, you would not look down. You would not look down. Now the question is, do you know who you are? It's a question. Somebody just sees himself as a student, as a nurse, as a teacher. Do you know who you are? Next question of the heart. Next great question that we need to ask ourselves is, why am I here? This has to do with purpose. Why? The question of why am I here? Why am I here? Why was I born? Why am I alive? Why didn't I die in that that accident I was involved in 14 years ago, why am I still alive? Listen, the question of why is purpose. What is purpose? The main reason why a thing was made. 
Purpose has to do with why a thing was made. This bottle of water was made to be drunk. This bottle of water was made to be drunk, not to be bad, not to be used to, to bathe. It was made to be used for drinking. This microphone in my hand was made to be used for speaking and singing and talking. It wasn't made to be used for playing drums. If someone enters this church and then he sees someone holding two microphones used for playing, uh, I never knew these people were mad people. Even if it would even draw attention, it's not true. Purpose. And I want to ask you a question. Why are you here? What problem were you made to solve? The microphone solves a problem. My shoe solves a problem of barefootedness. My trousers solves a problem of nakedness. If I were not wearing trousers, you know the kind of things you would have seen. Listen, listen to me, church. The carpenter solves a problem. The mason solves a problem. The lawyer solves a problem. A car solves a problem. A motorbike solves a problem. A pen is used for writing. I want to ask you a question. Why are you here? The pen in your hand has a reason it is here. Now the question is, why are you here? It's a great question. It said, let us make man and let them have why am I here? I have a, a, a cake in the, in the, I have a, a part in the cake of dominion. Listen, I am here to make life better. I am here to make a difference. I am here to cause an unrecoverable impact on them. I am here for that. I am here to solve a problem. I am here to solve a problem in society. I am here to solve a problem in the lives of people. I exist to solve a problem. But the question is, which problem? Every one of us is here, even in this church. Why are you here? That's the question. Why are you here? Because if you don't know, if you don't know it, you will be, you will be floating. You see, you see that every Sunday there's, there are new people here. It's like this Sunday they will come next two weeks. They will not come. This, because you see, if you don't know why you are here, you may just think it's a Sunday. Let's just be in church. No, we are not just here because it's Sunday. Are you with me here? It's, and they continued in the apostles' doctrine, in prayer, in fellowship, in breaking of bread. When I come to church, something happens to me. That's why I'm here. So if you don't know why you are supposed to even be in school, you will just be in school and just be going to class, coming out of class, going to class, coming out. And at the end of the day, you will not become anything because you don't know why you are in the school. You must know why. Why do you wake up every day and go to work? Why? It's a question we have to ask ourselves. So. And yes, I won't. Go to me, be able to work it. I won't find your day. You will squander everything. Why are you alive? Why do you want to marry? Why do you want to have children? There's a question. Some people want to have children so that they will prove to people that they too they can give birth. People be Will you take care of your children? Why? It's a question. 
of why? Purpose. 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 But I want you to understand that every one of us here has a purpose for him. And that leads us to our next question. Our next question. Our next question, great question of the of life is what can I do? Now that I know that I am here to make a difference in society, I need to ask myself, what can I do to make that difference? Now that I know that I am in a church or I've become a part of a ministry that I, I serve a purpose in this ministry, what can I do? That's a question. What can I do? I found out that the only way I could change society is to be a preacher. That's what I can do. Is to be anointed. That's what I can do. I don't know how many women have had children through my hand. I don't know how many. You see, if, if, if I were to be a medical doctor, I would have had a lot of awards. I don't know how many medical complications I pray for people and before they realize the issue is gone. But I said the way I'm going to do it is to be a man of God. What can I do? Even as a man of God, what can I do? I must preach the word. What can I do? I must write books. What can I do? I must write songs. What can I do? I must plant churches. What can I do? I must hold conferences. What can I do? That's a question. Now that you have become a part of this ministry and a part of this church, what can you do? That's a question. What can you do? TGG is coming. What can you do? TGG is coming. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? You are saying that oh, the government, eh, eh, the government, the government. Now, what can you also do to make Ghana better? What can you do to make Ghana better? Now that you know why you are here, you are here to make life better. He said, let us make man. Everything God created solves a problem. He said, let them have dominion. So God was looking for, there was no dominion on the earth. So God was looking for someone to instill dominion, to cause a change. To cause a change. Now that you know, what can you do? Some of you have to take on certain courses because of what you can do. Now let's ask ourselves a question. As the years begin to go by and our churches, our church will be building um, 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 what do we call it? Uh, schools and 10,000 capacity buildings and wiring and all those. Who will do the wiring for us? Who will be project um, civil engineer when we don't have uh, anyone who has thought of doing civil engineer? Okay, we say we'll build schools. Who will be the 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 the, the, the uh, um, architect for drawing the school where we don't have anyone here. What can you do? What can you do? With your skills? With that your voice? What can you do? What can you do? Eh? What can you do? You have been writing essays all your life. Why can't you say that oh, after this, every Sunday after Sunday, I'm going to prepare a short note, a short essay of the sermons so that we will share but you, you can write it by saying no. You know, I'm, I'm too busy. What can you do? Now that an anointing has come upon your life, what can I do with this anointing? 
When was the last time we came to church and found out that oh, somebody said, oh, I've got this for the church, I'm bringing it for the church? But I want to be blessed. Oh. Don't do it only be blessed. That on a Sunday, say, oh, I often boast because they are old. Let me come back. I think I found some, some, they are very nice, but let me just buy them and bring them to church. But within a month, the amount of money you can spend, but you always complain you don't have money. We all don't have money. We all don't have money. So you think, what, what is in this church that, that is yours? That now, if there's a fight in this church, you come and say, me too. I bought this, I'm taking my thing away. I bought this, now I'm taking my thing away. Because you don't have anything, you can just get now I'm in this church, I've left. I, I, I'm taking my body. No, 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 no. You, it should happen that when you say that you are leaving, you should come and say, hey, this one, I'm, I won't bought it. I, I'm taking my, my, my this thing away. I'm taking my pocket away. Because you see, if, if you don't have anything in this, in this ministry, it your, your commitment is, is usually a bit low. And when you find out that you have really invested it, that's why our mothers are being in Presby and Basel and whatever. But they are still there because like, they have invested so much that they feel like, no, I cannot leave this place. What can you do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do to make our ministry better? What can we do to make our lives better? What can I do? Some of you will have to start businesses. Some of you have to say that, oh, I know that I have, I, I have this, but let me go and do one year course in Espoli and add up. I know that maybe this course is not because I want to use it to get a work or something, but it will make a difference in my life. To make a difference. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm going to school. What can I do? I don't like the course, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it this way. What can I do? What can I do? <clears throat> what can I do? Take your neighbor and look at your neighbor's face. Look at the face with a certain gun your face and, and ask your neighbor, so you, what can you do? Now that you are saying karma is hard, things are going bad, what can you do to make a difference? You are saying, oh, eh, my parents didn't take care of me. Now you, what can you do? I say, hey, my parents didn't take care. What can you do? You too, now that you are saying that, hey, 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 hey. What, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Me, I'm that kind of, I'm willing to do anything good to get what I want to, what I want to get to. But bad things, they are not willing to do them. Anything good that needs to be done to get what I want, I'm willing to do. One day you there and I'll go and carry my clothes and I'll come and hang them and I'll be selling them. But I get. I think it's a good thing. My master, we'll do business this week. I have some clothes there. We will, I need money. I will, what can you, you say, you are there. I say, hey, nobody's helping me. But you have 17 shoes. Can't you take four of them and go and sell? But they say, hey, hey, nobody's helping me. You have, why can't you take some of them and go and say, go and say, this is, don't come in, don't come in. You are not willing to do enough things. You are not willing to do enough things. What can you do? It's a question we need to ask ourselves. Because, say, oh, the government, the government, the government. Now we have realized that all of them are the same. They are not coming. 
What can we do for ourselves? What can we do for ourselves? Some of you are waiting to marry a certain rich, rich wife or a rich husband so that he will come and change. Now, now that you are not married, what can we do? Now that you are married and find out that you are just renting cars and deceiving people, now, what, what can you do? answers to the question of potential. Potential. Potential refers to inherent energy. There is something you carry within you that determines your disposition and what you can achieve and do. What can you do? When I realized that I had a very powerful convincing ability, I found out that then I can write books, I can preach, I can teach people. When I used to teach me everywhere I've taught, the kids have loved me. Oh. They have really loved me. Because you see, when I was teaching in Abanka, you can come and meet me and I'm doing press up and I'm, 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 ah! You will pass by and see me and I'm doing something. You're like, hey, but is that not, is that not prophet? I knew that, eh? I knew that, I knew that. You see, when I, when, I was, when I was very young, every play they did in school, I was part of. Because I could really act, man, and make people laugh and crack jokes. I can do it. That's my acting skills have died, you know. They have died. They have died. But you, you know you can act, but you can say, oh, we will do play this Sunday, Pastor. We will do a short play in church. What can you do? Potential. Potential is inherent energy. Inherent energy. When I when I met David, he had a voice for radio, but he doesn't sing in church. It's not true. I'm sorry, I think that is what I heard him say. But when you hear him singing, and when I met him, that voice, oh, he was wasting it. I mean, this is inherent energy going waste. And as we are here, someone knows how to manage money in a very supernatural way that if you give him five cities, the next two days he's coming with 17 cities. But he says, oh, I'm waiting for government to employ me so that I'll come and become a teacher. You know, <laughs> you know, you know this is kind of hard, though. I'm waiting. There are some people that can multiply money. Some people can really multiply money. It's an inherent ability. It's time for you to say that I am quitting this useless job. I'm quitting this useless job. I'll multiply the little money I have. I'm telling you this. You must come to a point and say that See, you see, you see, even though I'm talking about, but sometimes you have to even quit school. Sometimes you have to just say, this school just wastes my time. I'm, I'm quitting this school to focus on this, this work, this capacity work, this missing work. Forget about whatever else. Anything. I, I'm just doing it. Maybe one day, I'm going to do one year of course. 
God has given you power, the powers of electric cars. Oh, yeah, they were nursing school. Quit the useless school that you are going. You know, you know God has given you inherent ability of cooking and doing. Yes, I'm in the nursing school. What are you doing there? Who will you school at the thousand eight? Abra, you could have been the next Mandela restaurant. The next Mandela restaurant. He said, I want to be a nurse. It's a question. It's a, it's a question for the gods. Because the gods must be crazy. The gods are not to blame. Eh? Some people are very powerful. Eh? Oh. When I saw the kinds of things I could write and post on Facebook, I knew that I could write a book. So I said I'll write books. Because I have a certain way of communicating with precision and with understanding in complex matters. You don't read the book, The Maker of Men, or you read the voice. You see how I've been able to explain complex things in simple. I found ah, this an, is this, this an ability within me. Think about it. There are pastors that have used the voice of honor and the Maker of Men to teach their churches. So if I had not written this book, these books, it's within me. Oh. It could be possible there is a powerful book within me. As I'm here, it's possible there's a powerful book of marriage or money in me. But place your hand on your hand and say, Lord, every gift in me that is buried, that is hidden, let it come out. May I see it in the name of Jesus. Pray, somebody pray. Abilities, specialities, anointings, graces within the month of June, I call it to come out. I call for your potential. Anointings within you. I call them out. What can I do? I can prophesy and mention names. Ah, what, I, ah, ah. what can you see? There is something within you. There is something, but sometimes the reason some people are unable to bring out what is within them is because of fear. The fear of what people say. The fear of failure. What if I try and it doesn't work? What if I try and it doesn't work? Listen. There are two kinds of fears that people have. The fear of failure or the fear of never trying. The fear of never trying is the worst. It leaves you with regrets. But the fear of failing, it leaves you with lessons. If you never try, one day you will regret it and you will never have the opportunity of doing it again. But if you try and you fail, you have learned how to fail. Are you with me or you are not with me? 
You have learned how to fail, so next time you can even write a book on it. People who have had bad marriages can write books on bad marriages. People who have had bad experiences can, can, can teach a next generation on how not to have a bad life. If you fail, there's a lesson to learn. And the lesson is failure. What can I do? Potentials. What can I do? What can I do? The last one. Where am I going? Destiny. Where am I going? Where am I going? Now that we know where we are coming from, who we are, why we are here, what we can do. Now where am I going? Can I preach? Can I preach? Where do you see yourself within the next five years? Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Where are you going? The way you are living your life. In the next 10 years, how will your life be? How will your life be? Look through your life. Look through your family. Oh, I, oh the people are not usually wise. So your, your father did the same thing. Nothing, he, his life became nothing. Your mother did. His, your uncle, your elder brother. You, you two, you say, this is what I'm also going to do. Time to shift. Some of you have to change your, your friends. Some of you have to change your associations. Some of you have to change your strategies. Some of you have to even relocate. Relocate. Move out of your father's house. God said to Abraham, Abraham, move out of your father's house. Some of you should look at your life. If you were to be living in your father's house, do you think the kind of things you would have been able to achieve there? Move out. Because until certain things are done, eh, you will never be ready to enter your future. I never knew I could preach well and pre really preach until I, I, I started the church. I never knew. Because before then, I was preaching once a month. Sometimes I preach five, five, five times a week when I go and preach for pastors. The day God opened my eyes and I saw the future of this church, I said, wow, Lord, so this is how it will be. He said, yes. Even last night, I saw our church building. We will get there. You see, listen to me, church. Have a picture of your future. And put it ahead of you. A picture of your future. And place it before you. It is never too late. You may say, oh, Pastor, but I'm 30 years. Pastor, but I'm 35 years. I'm, I'm something. It's almost late. It's not late. You can still have a picture of your future. Because listen, men fail in life not because they do not have opportunities. Men quit in life not because they don't have helpers. They quit because they lose focus. 
they are vision dies. The moment the picture before you gets blurred, your, your, your enthusiasm, the passion that you are supposed to use to pursue your dreams, they die. Place something before you. The kind of house you want to live in. Place it before you. Have a picture of the kind of house you want to live in. Have a picture of the kind of church you want to pastor. Have, the pi- have a picture of the kind of life you want to have. Because, you see, until you have a picture, you cannot feature it. And you cannot have a future of it. You must have a picture in order to feature so that you can enter your future. You must have a picture. Listen. You must imagine it to have it. Everything I see in my life, I imagine it. This backdrop, I imagine it. And we are even going to change it. I imagine it. Because I didn't see any church using, using it. I imagine, I saw it, I said, no, no, let's have a certain kind of backdrop. It's, it will be big old. So this is a banner. This is a banner. If you don't see it, you can't have it. The kind of marriage you want to have, if you don't see, you can't have it. The kind of children you want to raise, if you don't see, you can't have it. You see, I can't say this, but some of our parents, they didn't see our future well. That's why they threw us in some schools. They just drive you and dump you in a certain school, and they, didn't, they never bothered to know how you were learning or how your life was getting better. Whether it was getting better or worse, because they didn't see, they didn't see a certain kind of future that they had for you. What future do you? You see, when people are saying, "Oh, Abu Shiawe, they are Martin family, whatever family," you too, I want to ask you a question: What kind of children are you going to raise? What kind of children are you going to have? In, in, in Ghana, there are certain families where they are known for being rich and other, I, mean, I don't know them that much, but their families like, it's not true. Now that's the question. Do you see your children ending up becoming, one is a minister, another is a president, one is an ambassador, one is a, a conglomerate owner, or one is a, a pastor of a big church. What, what do you see? Me, I see that by the time my child is 18 years, he'll be rich. It's something that I see. And I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. I know. <laughs> Many years ago, I saw myself and what God is doing in my life. I saw it. And I said it instead of youthful exuberance. They said it's what? Youthful exuberance. Listen, the kinds of people you want to even roll with, you should be able to see. I see myself in a time coming where I'm having dinners with presidents. I'm celebrating my birthday and 12 presidents are at the birthday. That, no, I don't know about you, I'm saying mine, so don't be envious and jealous. Of. You two, what are you saying? That is the question. What are you saying? Is the question. Because that's why me, I'm seeing myself oh. That the time is coming, president will come and say, come and teach us wisdom. We are confused about what to do. And we know that you are, you are too wise to be wise. Come and come and help us. 
I see myself counseling presidents and ministers and billionaires. I see myself having conferences, I mean, seminars, and after preaching one seminar, $12,000, $1 million, just one hour, $1 million. That's the kind of person I see, and that is what affects what I read. I keep building my knowledge base because I found out that I live for knowledge. I live for knowledge. I live to give people knowledge. Do you understand what I'm trying to communicate? Therefore, I must have more within me so that when I'm called to come forth, I'll have something to say. As I'm here, every now and then, pastors, big, big, they call me, oh, about this issue. Is it true that if you don't get baptized, you go to hell? Because I'm confused. These big pastors, they call me because they know that even though you are young, you have knowledge in this area. Where do you see yourself, church? Where do we see our church? Within the next 10 years, where do we see our church? Where do, do we see our church as just like this? Because there are churches that have been there. 10 years, they can't buy one keyboard. Where do we see our church? That's why the first keyboard we wanted to buy, we didn't buy 2,000 Ghana cities keyboard. We bought a Roland Juno. The first keyboard we bought a Roland Juno. Because I have a picture of what the kind of church we want to have. Where do we see our church? Maybe I see our church as a, as a mega church, but you may be part of the church, but I just see that, oh, a church that is in Kotokoma, that is what you know. The way we are trying to press on, you are supposed to say, Pastor, but this church, right, has not going anywhere. But Pastor, this church, it hasn't done it. Let's just manage what we are already have. No. Where do we see our church? Where do you see your life? I said a rich family may not have come from you, but a, a successful family can come from you. But the question is, where do you see your life? I see myself somewhere, but I'm not there. I'm not there. If my dreams, they scare me. My dreams scare me. My vision scares me. It makes me lose faith. But the little that I have seen in my life, I have seen that it is true to dream. It is true to dream. At least just dream. And when you are dreaming, dream big. There's a song that goes, it says, dream big as big as the ocean. Isn't that there? Isn't that a song like that? Forgotten the first line. Who knows the first line? The, the first. We'll play that song. It's our church. Uh-huh. The, the first standard is what? Uh-huh. encourage you. you. That is why I'm, I usually say the things I say because I know that if I don't do it something will happen. So this is what I'm talking about and this is why I want to make sure that I build your faith and build your life in a certain way because I know all of you. I know the family you are from. I know where you live. I know, I know so I know the people I'm preaching to. 
And I know this message is not for the people that are preaching to but it is for you. Don't I know you? You, you, you. I, don't I know you? Don't I know you? Don't, don't I know you? Who here that, don't, why not what I mean, you know, I know everyone here. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's why I'm playing the song. I came to encourage somebody. When you cry, be sure to dry your eyes. Cause better days are sure to come. Better days will surely come. Because the pain will soon be And when you dream, dream big, as big as the ocean.
What do you see? Maybe I came to preach to only one person in this church. Maybe I, because the way the church is receiving a message, I, I just feel like, no, no, they are not getting it well. That's why I said this message, I preached it about five years ago, 2017. I don't know how many years it was. 2017, May. May 2017. Five years. I remember. It was the first message I preached when I started AFM the first message I preached. Five questions of the heart. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? It's a question. It's a question because where I see myself, eh, it affects what I'm doing now. And because of that, some things don't worry me. with so many things. What you wear, what you... A time will come, your problem will be what you wear. Today you are, you are worrying yourself. Hey, hey, I don't have, I don't have, Christmas is coming, I don't have, whatever, hey, this way, you are worrying. Oh God, why me, why me, why me? You don't know if you have a father. There was a time I wore, I had only two trousers, I wasn't worried. Not that I didn't get money, I got money, but I used those money that money to buy books. I kept buying books and sowing seeds. Because clothing was not a necessity. And why are they not inviting me? Why are they? Do you see your future? I said, hey, I'm a minister. They are not invited. What? Do you, do you see? Where do you see yourself? The church is quiet because they are imagining it. Some of you should go and take your notebook and write 10 things you want to see in your life within the next 10 years. And always go back and look at it. I have a book I've written vision 2046. I wrote it in 2014. Do you know the interesting thing? I found out that the time I said I'll marry, I married before that time in the book. Hey, I was surprised. I found out that the time that I said I was going to marry in the book. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. According to which power? The power that works. Where? 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 Again? Where? If this is God, if you dream small, you have small. The power is always in you. That's why I say, do you know who you are? Who am I? Who am I? I found out, I wrote it out, Vision 2046. Vision 2046. Vision 2046. Vision 2046. I don't know if it is. 2046. How many years more? Twenty-four years more. Wow. Hmm. Hey. 
Somebody say nobody knows tomorrow, so let's just eat today and bring you and sleep. Tomorrow will come. Others are writing 2046. 2046. Ghana doesn't have a plan for 2046. If I show you, you'll be surprised. Plans for ch- my children, plans for the ministry, plans for everything, you know, detail. This person would have done this, this would have done this, would have printing prayers, schools, universities. They are all there. He said, by this time, we should, by 2037, we should have gotten a land and started. I mean, I think Ghana doesn't have up to 2046. Huh? And they do how many years plans? How many, how many plan they do say? A 20 then? 22? What? It was a four years plan. America has 100 years plan, detailed. So when you come as a president, you don't just come and do anything. No. The thing is there. Within this year, this is what we are doing. This is what we are doing. This is what I want to do in touching. No. If we had a plan, every year we know what we are doing. It's not true. We know what we are doing. So when you come, there is a plan within 20 days and 20. This is what is supposed to be done. We don't have plan. So anything goes, anyone can feel like, let's do this, me to this, what I'll do. So it is destroying us. We don't have plans. We don't have plans. Two-year plan, three-year plan, four-year plan, five-year plan. Am I talking to somebody, church? We must have more. We must have more. We must have more. You're welcome. No, let, let them, yes. Eh? So when this person comes, he just comes to do for four years. Another person will come, do his own thing. The next person will come, do his own thing. I was just a young guy, but I'd written down. I wrote it down, and I, print, I, I did it, and I printed it, and I, I, I did a PDF of it. I think it's about 15 pages. 15 pages. And I did it five-year intervals. 15 pages of five-year intervals. How many pages? Now, I want you to go home and prepare your vision for the next 10 years. Write it down for the next 10 years. By this time, I should have a PhD. I should have this. I should have this. I should have done this. I should have gone here. My this. Because the next 10 years, you know that that time you should have children. No? My children should be here. And this funds should be ready for this child. Although these are things they will, you see, your vision determines what you do now, it determines the kinds of friends you make now. It determines the kinds of people you associate with now. Now that you don't have a vision, how do you live your life? They say, oh, we won't cherish something. No, you are just, you just eat, let's just eat and sleep, and then the next day we'll figure out what to do with our life. America has 100 year plan, Ghana only has four years. You're a 
Someone has made 100 year plan. Huh? And we are doing five years. We are very funny. We are very funny. <laughs> when COVID came, when COVID came, I think Donald Trump signed a bill of releasing, was it $100 billion into the country? They signed documents and they, they released 100 billion. They have so much money there that if something happens in the future, they can give all the citizens money. Like, just stay in the house, receive money. And it was that portion of the money that they went and signed. I think it was 100 billion. How many of you were? Oh, so I'm the only one who <laughs> read it. I think it was 100 billion or something. Yes, they were giving them, if you have two children, please, they were giving about $1,500 free money. Because someone is too wise that he has plans for the next 100 years. So, and yes, every three years we have to buy new cars. It is because, you see, if we have very short plans, eh, we realize that, let's say, let's say, if you have very short, short plans, eh, you are able to squander all you have because you realize that, oh, I'm low with, it is example, let me give you an example. I think a lot of us have been to school. If you are about to write exams, okay, and the book has 50 pages, eh, okay, 100 pages, and two weeks before, three weeks before the exam, you have read 98 pages, left with two pages, how will you behave? Won't you sleep? It has happened to me over and over again. Sometimes you sleep a day before, that's when there's pressure on you. Am I talking to somebody or I'm the only one who went to school? Is it true or is it not true? Why? Because you have small goals that the goals are already met. If we have small goals, we will do little. Go home. Are you with me or are you not with me? Have Divide it into two, two categories. Have it two lines. One is spirit, your spiritual life. Okay? Your spiritual life. And the other one should be your social, physical. Or you can even divide it into columns. You can have your financial life, marital life, um, spiritual life. So that within, then you do it every five years. You put five do you have a marker? Is there a marker around? Let's break the board and do that. It's our church. Nobody can say anything. Bring it. It's our church. Nobody can say anything. Hurry up. Okay, so since you can all see, so you can have it as your next 10 years is what, 2032, right? Okay, so you write like it on, maybe you have a, a sheet of, of this and then.
there are two ways you do it. The first way is you can group it into categories. Okay? So let's say that you have, the first one can be um, your social life. Let's just have social life, okay? Then let's have a spiritual life. Then let's have finances. Then let's have um, okay, that's part of um, social. So let's just have it this way, okay? Now, what we do is that we will have this year, then we have, let's say, you know it's going to be tall. So let's say 2022, 2022 to um, five years is what? 2027. Uh, 2022 to 2027. Are with me here? Now you already know where you are because you are here today. This is today. This is where you are now. Look at your life. Where are you? Do you understand? So now, in your social life, let's say, within the next five years, if you know that within that time you should be married, then it should be there. It should be here. Married with at least a kid. Huh. At least a kid. One child or something. It is there. This is social life. Marriage is part of your social life and all of that. Again, you can, maybe if you're a businessman or you're a teacher or something, you can also add people or certain kinds of associations you want to be part of. I should have this person as a friend. So it is part of your social life because we are talking about associations. Things you, but it's not, you're not supposed to have plenty of things, just few important things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Then, your spiritual life. Now you know that you cannot pray for one hour, so you are giving yourself five years to grow spiritually. Within the next five years, I should have been able to go on 100 days fast. But now since it's five years, you have a lot of things to write here. 100 days or 365 days fast. You can do it. I should be a pastor by then. Every Christian should, should end up becoming a pastor, whether a doctor or a nurse or whatever. A pastor, whether assisting or pastoring a church. It's part of spiritual goals. We must have these as spiritual goals. Because someone who is in the, is in the occult wants to end up becoming a grandmaster. So when he is writing a goal, you say that by 2025, I should have graduated to become an occult grandmaster or a senior witch. So why is it that if you are writing spiritual goal, you can't say that within the next five years I should become an elder in a church or I should be pastoring a church or something? It should be part of a spiritual goal. Are you with me? Now we come to finances. Do you see that? So um, you can um, now you also know your, your financial life as well. You can decide that maybe by that time you should have started a business. Which kind of business? Not just any business. Are you with me? Started a shipping business. 
a shipping business. So that is the, one of the important things. So you are going to take five years to prepare. From now to 2032, is it 2027, seven, five years, you are going to have a shipping business where you are buying things from China or maybe Turkey or something and you are selling them in Ghana, whether it's papers, clothing, whatever. Now you have five years. That is the vision. By 2027, I should be able to do this. Because this, this thing can be achieved within five years. You can do it. Everyone here can do it within five years. I don't know if you understand. But to talk about building a university within five years is something that is impossible. Full stop. So that one will have to move towards, let's say, when you get to, let's say, 20 years from now. 20 years from now, you should, if you are able to go by it, because the shipping will open doors for you. At least the business will grow that now you may be say, okay, let me, maybe shipping, what kind of shipping? Clothing. Now, you can also add, okay, the next five years, shipping, clothing. Next 10 years, maybe as part of this, you can even say that I should um, have about, I don't know about your life, but you can say I should have about 10,000 CDs in my account. Not um, any, just, just lying there. At least five years, you can have this, or even 5,000 CDs, depending on the kind of life. Money that is lying there, not um, salary, or just save my save money or something. You can also have, oh, in financial life, too, you can even have, I should be living in an apartment, because it could be that you are living in one single room. It could be you are living in a single room. So within five years, you should be able to move out of the single room to live in a, maybe a, a chamber and hall with toilet and bath. You should write it here, because it's part of things you do with money. Are you with me here? So within the next five years, these things can be done. Then you, you, when you are done with your 2022 20, to 2026, 20, you draw a line under it. Then you start again 2027 20, uh, all the way to the next 2032, right? Uh -huh. That's another five years. And that time, you know, these ones are small, short-term goals. That one has become a long-term goal. So by that time, now you have a kid that by 10 years time, your, your, child, if your child should be around seven years old. If your child is around, now if you go ahead, let's say another 20 years, your child should be in tertiary. Which kind of school should be in your Should your child school in Ghana, outside Ghana? You should, you see, we have spoken about, for those of you who just came, I'm teaching you on um, the five greatest questions of life. And the first one is, where am I from? The second one is, who am I? The third one is, why am I here? What can I do? And the third, the last one is, where am I going? And that's what we are talking about. Where do you see yourself within the next 10 years, within the next 50 years, within the next 40 years? So if you have a good vision written out with precision, it will now determine who you want to make friends. Because now you want to begin to shape within the next five years. You should start asking questions, going to people. Okay, if I want to shape, and then asking how much do I need? So if you have 5,000, you can start and say, okay, now how do I get 5,000 cities? It's a good question. But if you don't have a vision, you, all you do with your life eh, is I'll go to work, go and teach, at the end of month, take thousand seven, buy food, eat, sleep, die. That's just your life. No vision. <laughs> Are you with me or you're not with me?
you can even put um, write one book or write two books as far as spiritual life or you can even add maybe others or something you can write I want to show you the other way what a teacher Are you watching or you are not watching? You understand the point? Now, the other one, which is what I actually did was, um, I just do it this way. You know, the book have lines, right? So I just wrote um, 20, I think I wrote 20, 15 to 21, 20. That's my vision, 2046. So, but now that we are doing, um, you know, that this thing. Now that we are doing 2021, this year is what? Uh, to 25 um, years. 27. So then you list 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We are talking about 10 important things you want to do or your life should become. You want to live abroad, it should be part of it. In the next five years, I should be living abroad. Are you with me here? I should have started my building project. My building project. Married within the next five years old. Married with at least a kid or if God helps you, you get twins. <laughs> kid or kids. Now this is just ten things you, within the next five years, because a lot of us are already old. It's not true. Take who, are you not, a, are you not grown? Yeah. So you just add five years to your age. How old would you be? You understand? So it is possible. So these things are possible to do within the next, but if you say, oh, I should have built a university. Hey, within five years, this is impossible. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's impossible. It can be done. <laughs> so when you are done, you come to 2020. Um, so it will be done like December. So 2028 to 2033, right? Then you underline. Then you list one, two, three, four, five. Now remember, when you are writing your 2030, I said going to do 10 years, so we are going to do 2023. Now I'm going to receive it from you. When you are done, come and show it to me so that I will, you make changes. So here too, you can add your finances, um, whatever, shipping, whatever, having 5,000 in my account. These are just, I should be able to pray four hours non-stop, for now you can't even pray five minutes. So we'll figure out what to do within the next five years. So, am I preaching or I'm not preaching? I'm preaching now. Because I can't even pray five minutes. Hey, Jesus, oh Jesus, yes, Jesus. Then you're like, some people wake up and say, Jesus, they're kind of call. So, um, five years, 10 years, so now, when you are writing your 10 years, your 10 years will depend on your five years. Do you understand? So your 10 years can even have more things doing. And we are not saying this is chinchina, but this is going to affect every morning when you come out of your room. You remember that. So that when you go and meet, you are saying that you want to get married in the next five years, but you are a young guy, and every lady you, you meet, you lose respect. We 
You are still living with your mother. So, you see, it will just affect everything. And you see, I told you that we must end up becoming hostless. Because if you know that you are going to marry within the next five years, Charlotte, you don't have five CDs in your account. It should tell you how you are going to hustle. Some of your shoes should be sold. Go and carry your seven shoes. Go and sell all the, the ten and leave the seven. Seven, go and sell and leave the eleven five. Force. Start your own false business with your shoes in the house. Because this thing will determine how you relate with everyone you meet. This thing. Because the day you open your door to go out, there's one thing in mind. I'm going to work. Where? Why am I going? Because I have a friend. You may go to work and have some friends that, oh, me the come, got an iPhone. Your plan is not to have an iPhone because in twin, within 10 years, you want to have an iPhone, iPhone shop. Am I talking to you, church? Your friend is saying, oh, you know, uh, this month they'll pay me 2,000, next month 2,000. So if I save 1,000, like within six months, I should have bought my latest iPhone. You are not thinking of buy, taking 7,000 to buy an iPhone because you have a plan of 10 years' time having an iPhone shop in Sunyani or in your town where all you say is Apple goods. Therefore, you will not save money to buy the phone. You will do something that will bring you the money to rent a shop. Because it will not take you less than 20,000 cities to rent a shop. What can you do to rent a shop? These are very important questions that your parents may have never taught you. That's why you end up becoming poor. Because to be successful is not an easy thing. I was talking with a friend who was using a Sikia, Toyota Sikia in Seoul lately. No, 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 it wasn't a Sikia, it was a Tundra. And so I asked him, why is this? So I needed more money to add up to the business. So I sold the car and I went and bought a Hyundai i60. And that one, Hyundai i60 is like uh, 80,000, 100,000. And this guy is Rachel. He sold his Tundra and sold another car, which I don't know. I think it's a Lexus or something. He sold it. Because you see, we are not here to impress people. We are here to be successful. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody here? We are not here to impress people now. We don't care what they think about us now. Do you understand? Because one day on your birthday, you will ship you literally carry 100 people in one flight and take them to Dubai for. But that is not the time now. The money for that birthday celebration, you should go and add it to your business that you are doing. Well, how much is a cake? It's not 120 cities. Some cakes are 400 cities. And on your birthday, you carry 400 cities. And you know that you are doing a business. Business service is not going well. You know, hey, 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 This, this will affect everything you do. 
It's your vision will affect everything you buy. What will work? It seems to me like certain people that really want to be successful, they don't dress in a certain way. And most of the time, we make it look like rich people, they don't have time for clothes. It's not that they, don't, they just don't have them. It is true. Listen, you must come to a point, I'm about to end, you must come to a point in your life where becoming a better self, a better self of yourself becomes compulsory. That by the end of June, this is the first Sunday of the month of June, by the end of June, your life should be better than it was. A little bit of business idea should be in your mind. Some five scriptures should be in your mind. You should have been able to pray more than you used to pray. And fast more than something. Your life should always get better by day. Because the Bible says that the path of the justice as the brightness of the light is a shining more and more onto a perfect day. Until then, you are deteriorating. Because there's a law called the law of death. Or the law of self-destruction. It says that everything is dying. Everything is in a constant motion towards decay. When I was, I was young, I could jump from a tree. When I was a teenager, those 12, 13 years, I could jump from a tree. After, with a plug and just jump and no feeling it. Now when I even jump from, I can feel that my, I'm dying. I'm not too old, I'm a young man, but I'm just trying to explain that. As the years begin to go by, we find out that certain things we are losing more. We, there's a law in motion that is against us. We have to fight harder. That is why when you enter a relationship for the first time, you find out that the relationship is sweet. Is it true or is it not true? That's where you call the person when you are ending the call, you're like, end it. You say, ah, you know the one who called, end it. You say, no, you end it. You say, you end it. James, this is not true. End it. You say, no, end it. You are the one who called, you say, end it. No, no, end it. End it. End it. End it. Then you say, okay, then let's just sleep. Then you just leave your credit. Your mother has given you money to buy, hey, you use for credit. And then the phone is just lying down. And you are sleeping. Or maybe when one goes to visit the other, you take the person to the roadside. Then you say, oh, so you are going to leave me. Oh, they say, oh, but now it's almost night. How will you go home? I say, hmm. Then you just carry him, carry her or him back to the house. And then you go and stand there, and you're like, oh, so you are going in there. Then you will accompany each other. Then after one, two years, when you see the same person, you are angry. Do you know why? It's not that one of you has become bad. It's life. It's life. This backdrop here was very sea blue. The sea blue was nice. Do you see that it is fading? Everything is dying. These speakers have become weak. We need to replace them. Everything is dying. So what can we do to make sure that we do not go towards decay? If it's 
a relationship, you have to constantly monitor yourself, constantly force yourself to talk and force yourself to talk. After a while, you may find out that, oh, okay, but he already knows I love you. Yes, he knows you love you, but you still need to do something. I'm preaching. We want to pray that Lord help me hear your faith. Lord help me. Yes, you are.